Hi everyone, this is 20s Converse with Wally and Toby, a conversation between two age-old friends about life, the world, and everything in between. On this episode, Wally and I had a conversation with another friend from high school, Tonya, who works in the media industry. This one was about improving media literacy skills. As a generation that's essentially been raised by the internet, a lot of our views, values, and desires are planted and reinforced by what we consume on the web. Media is all around us, and we're living in a saturated media environment. This is why it's important to understand how to digest all of that content. Here are the highlights. Something that I actually just learned, I actually just learned when we said we're going to do this topic yeah which is the idea of echo echo chambers when to be sent it i was like what <laughs> what is this so i so i did a quick, a quick google and i was surprised the fact that i've never heard of this word before of phrase whatever but anyway echo chambers is just suggests the idea of you know it's an environment where an individual's thoughts that person's beliefs that person's thoughts and opinions are echoed back to them right yeah. And their opposing thoughts, their opposing beliefs and opinions are never heard, right? Mm-hmm. And that environment could be physical and it could be obviously digital. And digital, digital sense is obviously things like social media and physical sense, maybe your surroundings, right? But the idea of the echo chamber is just you've been in a place where, you know, you're surrounded by people that share your um, exact beliefs, beliefs, opinions, and that way you never actually hear things from the outsider. Yeah. Right, only from you being the insider, right? And the funny part is, the more you look for things, the more your ideas that are similar to yours are reinforced back to you, right? So it's like an like an endless loop, right? So, so, so yeah, we said I would chat about this today, and obviously how that relates to media literacy. Yep. So we're trying to get um, Tonya in here because Tonya is a media guru. But yeah, so you know, we are well, not all of us, but like us millennials, we grew up in digital age, right? I remember. When I was what six, seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. I was already working on a PC with, with with green screens, not knowing what that was all about. But the point is, we grew up with the internet, yeah. right? So we've grown up in this digital milieu, whatever. And obviously, being raised by the internet, we're already used to it's already become our life. So our life has become dependent mm-hmm. on internet by accident, right? So take Facebook and Instagram, the businesses that are on there. Mm-hmm. You know how you communicate is through these platforms, right? So this means the same way we know books, the same way we know finance, the same way we know taxes, the same way we know social norms, there has to be a way to know or rather understand media, yeah. right? Yeah. Not as a concept, but as a lifestyle, yeah. right? So that's, that's so basically, that's motivation behind today. Basically, um, what is media literacy? Just give me a definition for that, please. Okay, so I read a bit about it, but, you know, I think media literacy um, has to do with how you assess, analyze and interpret the information that you consume online, right? Just like mm, literacy in mm. schools about learning how to read and write and use all those concepts. I think media literacy is about learning how to understand and you know, you know, look at media and actually be literate about it. Um, and not be okay. That's weird. I'm defining the word with the word, but essentially, media literacy is knowing how to assess and analyze data and make sense of of media. Either you're producing it or you're consuming it. It's just having those skills to be able to do that is how to define media literacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know what's funny? Because like even when we started, when we mentioned this topic the first time, yeah. I thought, well, is this something that, that should be a natural thing we learn by just using media every day? Or we have to like take proactive steps to understand it. Mm. You know, because because just just the same way you you know how to, you know, 
ride a bike after learning it. Yeah. The better skills you can learn as if you keep trying new skills on the bike. Is that how to see media in terms of, okay, yeah, we're not using Facebook, we're not using Instagram, we're not using YouTube, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But there's other things we need to also develop in, those, in usage of those things because, you know, you see something on, on the internet, you know, yeah. how, how do you digest that? Is there, yeah. is there a skill to that? You know, is that so? Is that natural? Is that deliberate? Okay, Tony has tried to join. It's all good. Don't let me stop. We are continuing. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, so we just define media literacy. And now, Wale was asking, you know, are these skills that, you know, naturally come from just consuming media? Does that mean you're actually media literate when you consume media? And, you know, what I was saying was that I don't think so. Just like, you know, being in a car and getting from point A to point B doesn't mean that you actually know yeah. how to drive. Um, I think it's the same thing with media literacy. Just because you consume content doesn't mean you're actually like doing that in the way that was intended, right? Um, it, yeah. Is what I would say. Yeah. Uh, but you know, what, what are your thoughts about that before we bounce back to Wally? So it's it's kind of like um, you know, it's I feel like you have to. You know, when you first sent me the word, let me be honest with you. I was like, see, boom, has come to set me up. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, English, I was like, echo chamber. I was like, you know what? I need to go and really check this thing before I come out. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the longer I shot, I said, I was like, I said, I'm gone. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I get this. It's just like, the main thing is that you have to be informed before you, um, before you actually would like to give a response to any 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 information you consume or receive. Yeah. You can't, uh, just like how you were giving the analogy of like um, learning how to drive, basically, is that you might understand it in like, how will I even put it? I'm trying to look for an example, an analogy that actually makes sense or simplifies it. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's just like you have to have you have to have your own preconceived notion of what is supposed to be like the informed notion that is you must have gone to school by it, then you must you must also have like a proven track record and experience of that. Do you understand? So it's like theory plus practical before you can now say that you are media literate in, mm. in quotes. Mm. But there has to be a background in terms of information first. Okay. And there has to be experience with that information that's proven in different scenarios mm. before you can now say that you have some sort of expertise to be able to say that you are media literate. Now of course because like in the world that we are Everybody feels like they understand media. Mm. Like nobody, nobody has gone to school of thought to dissect what is information, what is true, and what is not. Yeah. Because you have to filter. Mm. Do you understand? Especially when you like you work in media, it's like um, there's a lot of information that's propagated. Like it's sponsored, it's paid for. It's an angle that I'm trying to get everybody to see. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that's the true essence of what. It's just it's almost like a distraction. Mm. I'm trying to mm. tell you that. Uh, um, the apple is green. Do you understand? Well, actually, on the inside, the apple is not good. But I'm focusing so much on the green apple that you don't even know, like, the content of it is actually... It's, it's kind of, like, in that way. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So I feel like for... I don't know, just to go back to what um, um, Wally was saying is that I feel like every single person in this world that we're going to has to self-educate, but also... Um, not self-educate from one source, but from guaranteed sources before you can now, um, will I say, react or act on whatever information you actually mm-hmm. get. Does that make any mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, good point, Toya, because I, I've got to ask you, because you mentioned, you know, you have to filter. And to be honest, you're like, even me, yeah. like, there's times where I see some things, I'm like, you know what, I've, I've got to filter this thing, right? I've got to ask for evidence. Yeah. But we all know that, well, maybe we, know, maybe we don't all know, but I know that sometimes it is very 
um, impractical. Because before you get the source, before you go go dive into it, check check whether their their stats are correct, whatever, bro, you you've already spent like the entire afternoon, like like your beans is already done on, on, on the, <laughs> your beans is already done on the cooker. So my yeah. point there is like between when 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 you want to distinguish facts and and fake stuff, is it is it always practical? It's it's hard because so for example, now uh, when you see like information, information is to get you around. Yeah, it creates an emotion. Mm. So whether yeah. it's positive or ne- negative, when you see an information, it already either speaks to you or you don't relate to it. If you don't relate to it, you keep scrolling. Mm. If it relates to mm. you, you mm. want to find out about more. Mm. Now the thing is, is how we react to the information that we get. So a lot of times is when we it's like we just hear one side of the story and then we just keep. And you know what happens with algorithms and like social media? Whatever you focus on, you begin to have more of those things come on your yeah, timeline. Yeah, that doesn't yeah, mean that yeah. that is the absolute truth of what you are getting. But that's the one side of information. It's just like I'm focusing on what the consumer like. Just like how you, if I'm if I'm liking a bunch of shoes or cars on Instagram mm-hmm. or on Twitter, that's basically what is going to come on my feed. If you see, you start seeing some adverts, if you log in on Facebook or something, and you see that there, yeah. do you understand? So it's kind of like the same thing where you also have like um, information with, Media is is hard. I'll say like this: for you to actually take a stance on whatever information you get, yeah. you need to take time out, hmm. like take time away from it. Maybe like one hour, two sometimes, because we actually spend a lot of time on our phones or on our laptop, and actually check other people's um, opinion about the said subject before you actually make a decision. But a lot of times, it's hard to distinguish. You know why? Because we're we're just in it, just like how everybody's so riled up in this whole drama that's been going on in this past one week, a lot of yeah. the things are so apt and so true. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? But it's like, you need to also step back and see the other angles to it. You have to check. That's why sometimes they say step out of your own, like maybe step out of your own search engine, step mm-hmm. out of your own group. You're talking about echo chambers, people that just think alike in the same way of you. Like you have to step out of that to be able to, kind of like find the silver lining and then now make an informed decision. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. It's hard because like a lot of people don't have that time. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have that time. Most of the time, you're just like, okay, this is what's happening. Go. Think mm-hmm. about it. Like, for example, the blackout Tuesday and then the um, the real response of what it was supposed to be. A lot of people were misdirected. Do you understand? And yeah, to be honest yeah. with you, I feel like as a media strategist from the inside, I'm like, that's fantastic. Because like, if if I'm working on the opposition party, let me be very clear. Bro, that's ingenious. Because I'll be like, you know what? I need to be able to get people distracted while they feel like they are part of something. Do you understand? And at the end of the day, you just easily ride on that road, but you never know. It's the same way they do with politics. That's why it's like, media is so important. I feel like right now, it's like everybody, it'd be good if everybody has like a course on like media and just understanding yes. how important it is. Because that's like the tool for whatever business you're doing. Yeah. Do you understand? So yeah. it's it's, it's kind of like deep in that way, but it's, it's, it's crazy. It's hard. I would say it's not, a lot of people don't have interest to be able to check it. Most people don't even have the time span. So I would say it's not, Practicable. Hey, we get you. We get you. We get you. If not, you make uninformed decisions. That's the truth. Yeah, yeah. You made very good points because when you said media is very important, I think for me, I I rank media very highly in society, if not like the top of change. So when I say change, I mean you got the economic structure, 
you've got the political structure, you've got um, yeah. what else have we got? You've got education. Like I rank media top of everything because that controls the narrative. Even even before social media, yeah, just straight just straight when straight and just when TVs became prevalent. Let's um, and I'm talking like 1960s, 70s. Yeah. TV only, even yeah. without Facebook, Twitter, all of that crap. TV only was. Yeah was what everyone relied on for, okay, before I make a decision on something political or environmental, yeah. what do I see on TV, right? And now the good, the good part about today is obviously you've got, you can pick and choose what you want to watch, right? Yeah. So like before, NTL give you what NTL give you. I mean, if you go into your office, talk, say, Alpha, I want what Sparrow, you know, NTL gives you what you want to, but like today you've got more choice. But again, yeah. that choice gives you a downside because you tend to be focused on only what you want to focus on, which leads to, yeah. you know, a way machine now. But now I want to look at, you know, can you guys think of some influence tactics that you know that are easily deployed so that we can say, okay, you spot it, you know, that, okay, this person is doing this. So like influence tactics or tactics that used to persuade people into um, doing or feeling a certain way, as you said, on media. Number one, images, man. Images. I think like images yeah. are what, even in this age of social media, images are what have as well as driven, you know, a lot of emotional response to things, right? And also, like, headlines. Images and headlines, I think those are actually the two main things because, you know, those are the first things you see. And honestly, I'm guilty of this as well, but sometimes you, you see the image, you see the headline, and you immediately retweet it. It's just recently that yeah, I've been yeah. taking the time to say, look, you didn't even read this thing, but you're retweeting it, right? And what if they... Exactly, what if they said yeah. something that you don't agree with, which is the truth, right? You know, because... Again, it's like they're trying to get you to click, trying to get you to consume. And they know that as human beings, we respond with emotion first before we think about anything. And so they put like this picture here or just a headline that you think they think you agree with. And then you then retweet it. And then what now happens is like this circular confirmation. So you retweet it. Another agency somewhere retweets it. And then they end up feeling like, oh, that's the source. And because many people have now said it, it now seems like Mm. it's the truth, right? And I think like... It seems like a very tall, you know, thing to uh, take down because I'm only one person. But I think the more of us step in front of whatever we see and see it through and say, okay, well, at least for me and the people that I'm connected to, I am not going to just retweet anything without actually understanding it. I think the better for everyone. Yeah. Right. But Tony, what do you think? So it's it's kind it's 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 like what we said is really really on point. I don't feel like now, what, if you see a lot of things that's happening, video is what is actually getting people's time. Because we have seen that sometimes you scroll to images. Do you understand? Now, for me as tactic, if I get a compelling story, to be able to paint one narrative that you can identify with, I've got to you. Mm. Because everybody tries, that's, that's the greatest campaigns you remember. Think mm. about it. Even as old as when we used to like watch on like, all those like, do you remember the seven up adverts? You remember the Miranda advert that you turned the same color? Yeah. You remember yeah, the extra straw yeah, yeah, and how many yeah. of you tried to use the extra straw just mm-hmm. to try? Like, different, those are things that you feel like played into the emotions that you could see yourself in. I feel like those are the most compelling strategies that happen. Now, of course, there are different dynamics to it. Do you understand? The way I want to connect with people on Twitter that I want to, like, will I say, get a reaction is different from what I'll do for Instagram. And the same thing is different from what I'll do for YouTube. Also understand that there's a domino effect. So for example, for me, it's like, if we're trying to push an agenda, let me just put it like, if I'm trying to push an agenda, there's the, there's the big influencers, there's the domino influencers. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, 
and you trigger the big one and then no, you trigger the small ones. It's almost like an organic conversation mm. because you try to make it as organic as possible that it looks like real people are talking about it mixed in with the paid and the sponsored. Mm. And then you now have the big guy come on board and talk about it, which validates it. Mm. And then you get other people inside. That's how we buy against the algorithm. Mm. Do you understand? And that's why it now looks as if that, oh, this is happening. Because like, how do you think people trend on Twitter? Mm. They are the organic conversations that happen but there are things that also fall by the side. There are some that you cannot just like, you can't go against it. Like how Monday Night Football, I mean, Saturday Night Football is trending, do you understand? Or an issue that's been trending all week long. But there are things that also, and that's why I always like try to explain to people is that there are also the other side of things. Do you understand? Let me ask you a question. How many of, like in this whole um, thing that's been happening with rape and black lives matter, have you seen that in some of the people's comments that is celebrities and stuff, you will see almost dummy bots of people that um, say something that is, is seriously out of line. But you click on the person's um, 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 profile and you see that this person doesn't have no picture, maybe no account, mm. or maybe just like it's following a thousand people but has only 10 people following. Mm. There are things like that that is, it looks like it's somebody's profile but it's actually paid for. It's like, it's like paid wow. accounts to push a particular narrative. And that's what happens. So you kind of like have to read through that. So like, for example, if you're a celebrity or you're a media icon or like a, a corporate entity or a CEO or whatever, you're able to filter those and know, okay, who I'm going to respond to. When you're asking about organic polls, do you understand? Or those that you should not respond to. Yeah. But a lot of times it's like, most people don't look at these things. Do you understand? And you can't blame them because like, a lot of people don't know. And the funniest thing is that it's now like, media is becoming so much like, the influence is crazy because you can literally make or break, like, your brand, make or break you as a person. One simple yeah. mistake that you make can literally, like, catapult, like, your whole career. Like, there was a, there was a friend there was a friend that something happened um, this week of someone falsely in the whole um, rape accusation. So they put his, um, his number as the guy that was the rapist. Mm. And then they now found out that that was wrong, that he wasn't the person that they were. There, um, that they're trying to it was the wrong number just the last two digits as simple as the last two digits but wow. you know what's happened now he had been getting calls death threats a lot of things and a case already filed to him based on that and now he now had to go the extra mile to call them out public apology all of that but you know what's happened now even when he accepted like the public apology and everything he cannot still go with that. They have to go to court because it's on record that his his name, yeah. even though he was falsely accused, mm. but his name was brought out as one of those things. And you see, these are little things mm. that you just think that it's like errors or like mistakes. So that's why it's, it's now, if you think about it, let's check politics. Everybody's particular about their, their, um, their presentation. Mm. Everybody's having a verified account. Yeah. There's a photographer. There's a writer. There's somebody that's tweeting for them because they're very particular about how they are being presented. Narrative. Narrative is so important. Narrative is as powerful as you remember, like in secondary school, everybody has nicknames. Mm. Yeah. Do you know there are some of us that still hate the nicknames that was given to us, whether it was true <laughs> or not? But the thing is that it's, it's stuck. Do you understand? Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's not like you, you have conversations with people and they will just tell you, like, yo, I didn't like this when it was going back. But you're just like, Man, bro, that's like 15 years now. Like, why do you still remember that sort of thing? But you can't blame them because that's 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 a narrative in its way. 
you get so that's the way like I feel like most people should look at media basically even going forward and that's why I like, think about it like there are even stuff for people that you become very popular and then they're bringing Twitter like 10 years ago 15 years ago bro <laughs> Mm, mm, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Yeah. so i don't know <laughs> if i keep talking don't be in love but anyhow. <laughs> no 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 honestly yeah like even 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 on my notes that i made before i about this i said you know i just i just thought about what are the impacts of of this media literacy yeah. or illiteracy yeah. or the echo chambers and and you know our biases what, what possible impact and on my list the first thing i could think of was cancel culture right like mm. you just said yeah. The other thing I thought of was 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 political polarization. Yeah, you know, you know, and an example yeah. I thought of was just exactly what you said. Because even if, even even if you look at politics, for example, remember like maybe not Nigerian elections, but let's say the American elections, for example. I remember, you know, like yeah. everyone everyone thought um, Clinton was going to win, right? Like everyone on their feet thought yeah. Clinton was going to win, and that's mostly because, like we said, you know, we are all surrounded by people with our own opinion. Right, so yeah. and we deliberately block out others deliberately. Keyword deliberately yeah. block out others. So now everyone are, are around you, people share your beliefs, opinions, and everything. And and all the tweets that come to you, all the search searches that you make online, we force your your Democrats or APC um religion, and that means that you end up thinking, <laughs> well, we are on the rise, right? We are winning this thing. You know, we we got numbers, but your numbers are only based on. The mirror in front of you, which is what you painted for yourself. Yeah. And you, you block the entire world out, and you're only focusing on people like you, and then you think yeah. you've got numbers. So honestly, like I think that is a very important point you raised earlier about polarization. Because and the thing is, I don't know if we know it and we don't care, or we don't, or we don't know it. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what it is exactly. And again, let's not talk about council culture. Let's not leave politics. Polit- politics is not even my. It's not. It's not. It's not, doesn't cannot, cannot affect. It can affect me anyway. But politics is politics. Yeah. Yeah. The council culture thing. I have mixed yeah. feelings about it, right? And I want you guys. And I don't want to speak about it. I want you guys to speak about it because I don't want to speak about it personally. Because I know that if I get into it, I will be misunderstood <laughs> immediately. So I don't want to. So let me let you guys touch on that. Okay. So so we cancel culture. Um. I think just because of what we've said up prior to this point of how, you know, things that you see could be misleading, could be incorrect. And if you need to do your research about yeah. it, like I'm happy to cancel anyone that, you know, when the story comes out, it's factual. We've all done our research and we're, we've, we were emotional about it, but we're canceling based on facts and based on, you know, actual occurrences, not like yeah. opinion, like opinions. I think if we cancel yeah. based on that, that's fine. Opinion based. Exactly. But what's happening now is that someone tweets something, as long as it's popular and it's like getting a lot of retweets and there's some semblance of truth in it. And see, the thing about fake news and and all of those yeah. things is that there's some element of truth in it. Like you, when you see a flat out lie, you know it's a flat out lie. Well, fake news has an element of truth yeah. that you can verify some bits of it, but if you look closely at it, there's definitely some bias in there. And so if you go ahead and just jump and cancel someone based on just that, then like for me, like just based on the premise that you're doing it of, it's already it's already wrong or twisted, right? And the other thing of like canceling people based on things they've done in the past. Now, I'm not saying people shouldn't pay for the things that they've done or like you shouldn't get consequences for things that you've done. But if you tweet something 15 years ago, the only reason why I'll cancel you is if from what I can see from you today, you're still the same person. 
right? I think what people forget is yeah. that people actually yeah. go, like, are we all the same people that we were 20 years ago? No. Like, Yo, I was bro, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Two years ago, I started to cut you off. Yeah. I cut you off. Two years ago, yeah. I found a software that would, do, that would do it on my tweets. Since, bro. Since I was born. <laughs> bro. Right? And I, and I had anything in the past. Yeah. But I was, I, I mean, like, because I had, like, like 10k tweets, yeah, like, that that made since I was what 15, yeah. 16, or whatever. And I'm not saying I didn't you know, fancy, but just the idea that somebody can go and dig to your tweets and, yeah. and it could cost me because, like, I don't know what's going to be wrong in the next five years. Now, maybe something maybe the word I've said, maybe stupid might be a, stupid can be a word that is wrong in the next five years now. And, and maybe, like, in 20, 2009, I said stupid my tweets. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't want to be getting a grant now. Someone says, "Hey, my damn over there said she said stupid." You know, <laughs> bro, he can't, he can't get it. So honestly, that fear made me delete my tweets three years ago. Yeah, like, all my tweets, right? And in fact, I just left Twitter because it's just too toxic. Yeah. So yeah, just just interrupt what you said there, brother. Yeah. Absolutely, like bro, like I had to sit down. I sat down and yeah. I went through my Twitter and my Facebook from when I joined. Like, I didn't want to delete everything because I also wanted to see my growth as well. But I sat down. This took me about three or four days. And all the yeah. things that I tweeted and that I felt like, see, left, right. And also, also I didn't have sense before. Let's just be very... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be yeah, honest. All of us are like, like, I didn't have sense yeah, before. You understand? And so we're I went back and I sat down. This took me like three days of like four hours each, just like going through my old tweets and all of those i'm just trying to like delete or yeah honestly and again like what you said it was based on the fear of being being judged by your past just because like people have refused to again i'm not saying you shouldn't cancel people yeah. like cancel what you need to cancel but make sure you're canceling based on what the person has done today what the person has done the person that like the who the person is today yeah well like are you like I, it's so weird because yeah. it's such a self-righteous thing to do if you ask me like I, Maybe I'll get cancelled by saying this, to be honest. But I feel like it's a very... <laughs> I feel like it's I a very... Beg, I beg, don't cancel my guy, I beg, I beg. I feel like it's a very self-righteous thing to do, right? To, 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 to think that, like, like, I must say, again, if the person is the same as they are, and if the person that they are now is posturing who they really are not, please cancel them. I will join you in cancelling them. But, like, for you to take what someone has done in the past and say, especially in Twitter, it happens, what they do now is, is this you. You understand, like maybe, maybe you're too- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that pisses me off. God, that like, me bro, off. like you, like so maybe somebody used to support. Exactly, maybe someone used to support word, man, uh, Gwari before he came in, and now that the person has seen what Gwari is doing, the person is like <laughs> APC out. Someone will dig into your tweets and tell you, yeah. Bobo, you know, is this you? And <laughs> Alan just said the past, like someone just, uh, Alan just said that the past tells a lot about a person. And I agree. But growth also occurs. Change mm. also occurs. Mm. And we so, cannot ignore just, that fact just because we want to cancel. I, I feel like in this in this era, first of all, it's like we, we, we want to say that we want something and then we don't want another thing. Let me explain. It's like, for example, with the, with the cancel culture thing, Where's the space? Everybody has a growth period. Where's the where's the tolerance space for growth? Mm. And when does that mm. actually? Where's the where's the cap that says okay from this point onwards, then you'll be judged or you'll be cancelled from whatever you say from that. Mm. I feel like we need to be honest with ourselves because there's that side of we just judging. Do you understand? 
anybody or casting anybody for things that you said when you were probably still in your growth state. Mm-hmm. To be honest, everybody is still growing at a particular level, mm-hmm. some faster than others. You can't cancel you based on that. That's one. Second thing also is that there are now some people that are above the pyramid that have done everything, cancelable, cancelable, and there's nothing that's happening. Mm-hmm. X, Y, from. There are other people like that. And that's why you follow. At some point in broadcasting, there are some people that do everything cancelable by being the antagonistic or being open to um, drive conversations that is uncomfortable, unsettling. And in some ways, they touch some nerves that it's cancelable. But you know what will happen? You still let them go. X, Y, Charlemagne. X, Y, Joe Biden. X, Y. There are people like that. Do you understand? What's that? This lady, Tori... Tori Harry that was on yeah, um, yeah, Trevor. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. There are people like that. What happens? It seems like they're above the curve. Mm. Or we put them in the excuse of um, everybody's free or entitled to their opinion, or it's for click base. There's that. Do you understand? There's now the other part of there's now the other part of now there's some things that I feel like when you say some things that are we'll say are wrong. How do you give people the growth period from then on? Because we all make mistakes. Would you now judge the person based on something they have said mm-hmm. at that particular point? Case in point, the drill, this that's coming up. I know that would cause another issue now. Mm-hmm. But basically, that was that, that was something that happened. Do you understand? Yeah. Another thing also that you now bring case in point is um what happens to because and, do you know, let me even say it like this. At some point, it seems like everybody just wants us to have a kind of like curtailed life on social media because you cannot own an opinion. Mm. That's why that's why I'm getting paid. Because to be honest with you, that's why you have people chasing you. As simple as we're shouting beehives or nicominized people or whatever it is, that's actually a call for it. And that's, that's a, if we're not even bringing it to like health-wise, that's mm. mental bullying. To be honest, there are people that don't recover from these sorts of things. And because we don't think about things in like a holistic value, it's kind of like, oh, we just let it go or we jump on a particular trend. Another thing also is that people can make mistakes based on, will I say, promoted propaganda. Mm. It's it's how we sell the news. Mm. It's how we sell the... We know that if we... You said something, headlines. If I put a particular headline, it'll work. You remember the... um, Trevenor was putting something on his page and I was talking about that the same way the same way, um, what they call this, if they sow the same narrative as, um, um, well, I say convicted like murderers and everything yeah. that were killing people and police people, like white people generally that were creating brutality to like the opposite, um, to black people of skin yeah. color, basically. Yeah. That if we flipped the audio and put it on black people, do you understand? Mm. You would see that it sounded different. And then if you flip what they, how they describe the black people on, the white tapes for um, um, basically just white people doing error nonsense, to be yeah. honest with you. You will see that it's a different ball game. And mm. the honest truth is this. It's how we're selling. It's how we're selling. So it's kind of like there's there's the point where the media is trying to feel like, oh, you are free to say whatever it is, but it's a lie. Mm. Because they are the cheap they are, they are literally We are literally the ones that once you mess up, I'm going to make a story because to be honest, it's how you get paid. That's 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 the honest, that's the honest truth. So you are seeing the business angle to it, you are seeing the moral angle to it, and you are seeing the whole thing. At me, I advise people, I try not whatever you put out, put it with your chest. 
So you know that if he comes back to bite you, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. But if you cannot, if you feel that whatever you're putting out Can would mis- be misrepresented, then don't put it out at all. Don't even mm-hmm. try to. If you are, if if you represent an organization, that's why you have a corporate comms team or whatever. I, invest in those people because those are people you hold liable to. That's what that's what people do as to be able to um, front that it was not their negligence. Do you understand? And you have to put these measures in place. So yeah, it's 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 a lot of things to be honest with you. And I feel like everybody has to look at it, look at it personally, look at it as. Um, if you're an, a corporate organization, an NGO, even a lot of, let's go back to when you first, when you first traveled out or whatever, mm-hmm. do you understand? And you now got to talk like to a lot of like your white friends and everything. And they tell you that you can't blame them sometimes for some of the narratives they're seeing because that's what they were fed. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it was in the last, it was in the last conversation you guys were, um, that um, um, Wally was talking about that somebody was running when he saw <laughs> that they ran down. <laughs> I know, I know, like, what's wrong with this guy? And I feel like it's, ha- it's having educated, open conversations. That's why I, I put out something last week. I was saying that if you're going to, like, if I want to learn about things that happen in society and I feel that social media is not the right platform to talk about it, let me talk about it in a close circle of friends. Mm. But I can call out my... Yeah, sorry to do you understand. Yeah. In case I am saying something that is off point, that they can they can reel me back with facts, mm. do you understand, to guide my thoughts. Yeah. Everybody has to look at that. Yeah. You as a, it's it's like a no-brainer because if not, then you're not ready. In fact, mm. when people start chasing you, then you know what's up. <laughs> mm. Mm. And you can't run away from media. We can't run away from social media. We can't in fact, there are going to be new forms of it, and we just have to, it's better okay. to learn than to actually say that you can't run away from a problem, bro. Like, that's, like, that's, that's, that doesn't even work, to be honest with you, because you still come back and face it. Yeah. So when they just face it and understand how to deal with it now, that right. be trying to, like, postpone something that is already going to happen. So, yeah. Exactly. To be honest, that's the biggest right. time we thought to talk about this, to be honest, the fact that yeah. we are a generation that's been raised up on the media and you cannot pretend and claim that look, I'll deal with it if it's important to me. It's already important. Half the views that you have are not shaped by your parents. Like, I'm pretty sure when you do, yeah. there are certain conversations you can't have with your parents because you're consuming separate media, right? Bro, they're in a different world. <laughs> but, but let's always tell you, only carry us forward. Nah, I mean, I, I think, I think Tony was a good point when he spoke about, you know, sharing things with your close circle first yeah. for putting out there. And that, to me, shares the importance more of having a circle of diverse perspectives. Having people who don't share your, who share the same opinion, it's just like you having clones of you. And my brother, if you've got clones of you, then what is the point? So I think before we go on, um, I want to talk about solutions, right? And I think I'll start off by saying, I want, I want, I want us to think like corporations, right? Just, just in the idea of, of echo chambers. And what I mean by corporations here is, if you, if you think about when Apple, when, um, when Steve Jobs dropped um, the MacBook, the first Mac, like, the average person in, 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 in PC world then, the IBM guys, Microsoft, whatever, they were like, I mean, it was, what the job did was a, a take away from what was normal, right? First of all, the, the idea of the MacBook, the logo, the, the OS, it was no different from, from what was normal, what everyone thought a computer should look like, yeah. right? And the point is, if every corporation is thinking, I see they were in echo chambers, they're thinking alike, there will be no innovation. Right, there will be no breakthroughs. 
there'll be no there'll be no new things that that save lives right and that is the point of having different perspectives because when you have that different perspective and you have that social exploration of different ideas around people around you then you can then know that okay um what i'm thinking right here might make sense but i've not thought about this angle right and sometimes that also helps you not judge someone who can actually help your life based on their beliefs because if 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 you meet guy you say the guy in a PDP supporter, let me take it back to English English because that's people don't understand. <laughs> you can meet somebody who is a PDP supporter or 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 or, or, or Democrat, or whatever, and you can you can really judge them based on their beliefs. But you guys might actually have very very um, unique perspectives on things that, that can that, that can help each other out with. You guys might share similar similar hobbies on things that you're like, you know what. The only thing that separates us is just our political belief, our belief on on climate change or whatever. So I think it's important for us to to rem- remember that companies like SpaceX, Apple, and you know Netflix will not exist if we're all in the same echo chambers, mm-hmm. right? People people who stuck to the norm, people like Nokia, BlackBerry, Kodak, and they all died, right? And don't let your mind die by don't let your mind die by 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 being around being around the same people. Yeah. You get you you got to explore things like. I don't know if I was tell Toby this. I said, I said, look, I said I like to be challenged as a human being. I love it. Like for me, it is mental sparring. Like, like we spar in boxing. Like that's mental sparring because if if you're telling me what I already know, my guy, then then I'm not learning anything, right? And I want to I want to learn new things. In fact, I want to meet the person who believes the opposite and tell me why you're believing that, so that I know what yeah. what's at the bottom of your head. Yes, so I think overall, I think that is something that we we need to take forward as 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 a mindset in terms of putting ourselves out deliberately like to how, learn just like new perspectives. When you yeah. when you have um, if you're trying to raise funds mm-hmm. and you don't have people in your circle that can raise the money that you're looking for, then you need a new circle. Mm-hmm. If you're trying mm-hmm. to get client base yeah. and you don't have someone in your circle that can get away, you need to invest in new. Um, you need to invest in a new circles. The same way when it comes to these things, I feel like every single person. Mm. It's almost like it's almost like now that we're all working like in different aspects of business and career, whatever work of life that you're in. Even like in academics, I feel like you need people with different vantage points of any thinking strategies. Right. Think about it now. When you're looking for ideas, you you almost go to like the most random things. Mm. You're watching things that don't have any single code connection to each other and then you get an idea or you get something that feels like inspires you and you feel like okay this actually works it's because that we pick i don't know the way the human mind works our creativity is like it starts from places that we feel that don't even we are not we we don't suspect and that's why like for me i try to see why don't i have a balanced circle why don't i have people that is it's only people that are i feel like the only people that are scared that will not that will not allow diverse diverse points of views in their own mm, circle. Mm. If you are showing who you are and what you know, do you understand? You understand that people's opinions are their opinions, but respect them for their opinion. Like, it's gonna be days about winning arguments. gonna be days of winning narratives. It's about mm. understanding people. You might not agree about something, but you understand where they're coming from. And then you'll be able to even, you can almost put yourself in that shoe. And that's the same way when it comes to like, because you said something, I'm sure even within, like, in Steve Jobs' story, everybody has read different accounts and what different things. But there are some gut-wrenching things that even within that circle that's as diverse, you have to follow yourself and be like, with your chest, if it comes through, fine. Because there's some times mm-hmm. that it's only you that knows that this thing is going to work. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. Mm-hmm. 
mm. and you have to take it that way. Mm. So, like, my, my thing is that I feel like there's a point where you have to you have to invest in diverse knowledge mm. and diverse groups and be self confident in that because it doesn't mm. it doesn't I feel like it doesn't take make you weaker. You not winning an argument or not being the smartest person in the room doesn't make you weaker. In fact, it's strength and it shows you space for you to go. However, another thing you should also understand is that know exactly what. That's why. If you remember what I said at the beginning is that I feel like you have to understand the kinds of information when it comes to like media literacy. What is, you should be able to tell, Toby was saying that you'll be able to tell a fine line when somebody's lying, somebody's telling the truth. Like you need to be able to know for yourself first. Mm. Do you understand? Before you now start getting information inside, because if not, what will happen is you get clouded. And so that's why, have you talked to someone and they're just talking so off points. I'm misquoting so many things, and it's just like, mm, mm, bro, mm. like you really need to sit down and get your act together. Mm. Like, and you and you feel bad for the person because at the end of the day, we just say that the person is just like a sponge, soaking everything that he's just getting, and he's just mm. giving exactly what he's soaking out. He doesn't understand, he's not processing, mm. he's not, he's not verifying, he's not, there's no, there's no stand this. It's just like the reason we go to school and say one plus one is two. Because that's the foundation of what we're taught. Mm. If you do not have a foundation, you can hear one plus one is 21. And you take it, mm. and you run with that. Do you understand? And that's why I, I say, like, people should invest in. I don't consume, I don't read books that much, but I watch a lot of content. Mm. And now in watching content, I understand that content is reported speech. Mm. It's just like oral, um, what they call this, oral and um, tradition that's passed down. So you have to watch different people's viewpoint of it and then find the silver lining and that becomes your own standpoint. Yeah. So a lot of mm. people need to, like, they need to actually dip this because <laughs> if not, you get lost. You get lost in every, it's not even just like in media, you get lost in like in business. Mm. If you want to understand mm. the strategy of what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to do, you get lost, bro. Mm. Like you get, go and find the history, go inside, go yeah. and find it. If not, you're right. To start. You're, that's you're right. Like, and you know, one practical thing that I do, like on, on Twitter or social media, is when you see something that you agree with, don't don't retweet it yet. Look through the comments. Why? Because there's always someone, and I bless yeah. I bless those people that actually would be arguing. <laughs> they will argue. Like the one is that they don't believe in yeah. anything, and they will even if it's trolling, even if it's incorrect, or it just at least offers you a different lens. So for me, I look through. And like, it just, it gives you, like you said, it allows you to learn a bit more because again, when you see something you vibe with, it's just very easy to be like, ah, yes, you know, I vibe with this thing. I just retweet it. And you think that, like, I think it's what Wally mentioned at the start, echo chambers. It's not so much about being surrounded by the same thoughts alone. It's also about um, thinking that because you see someone that disagrees with you, but the disagreement doesn't shake you from your own perspective. You think that that confirms the fact that you're right. And so yeah. moving forward, you don't even listen to anyone because you already listened once and the person didn't make sense. So it means you are correct, right? Yeah. Um, I, read a, yeah. I read a report somewhere. And people that, voted, people that voted for Barack Obama in the first year, when they polled them again, they still held very racist views, like against black people. Yeah. So they voted, yeah. though, and in their own mind, oh, because I voted Barack Obama, I'm not racist. But they still yeah. were, right? And so it's the, the thing about, thing. you know, Although you hold a strong view in one in one in one like um, sphere of things, it doesn't mean you still don't have a lot to learn in that same sphere. In that right? same sphere, you understand? Sure. Sure. Is what I would say. Yeah, Wally, what do you think? I mean, like I, I think you guys have nailed nailed it on the head many times over and over. In fact, in fact, no, this is no, this is no more visible. Um, I think, I think, I think, I think it's good that we ended in solutions. You know, 
yeah. talking about practical things we can do. Another thing I also want to even suggest is that I was telling Wally this thing when he spoke is that only particular form of media mm-hmm. because at the end of the day you have to see that's where the real that's where uh, that's where the real game is being played that's where the real stories are because that's when you are able to define and choose to be able to alienate what you feel that is just polarized nonsense mm-hmm. do you understand unauthentic information because there's a point where I, I feel like in anybody that is into um, whether even when you sign with like print press, do you understand? Yeah. So like radio or TV, there's a point where you have to say that this is just clickbait and this doesn't hold anything, or this is actually fact. Mm. Do you understand? But you can't do that from a no matter how much you get in a senior management level, bro. If you don't own a business, you can't change nothing. Mm. Do you understand? You can influence, but you can't change. Your influence, rich mm. and change, is like two different things. Mm. So it's like the kind of conversations we're having is. What, what industries are we owning and what industries are we directing to be able to, um, how will I put it? I feel to be able to influence things because we know that we are protecting what is actually, will I say, right or informed. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's the point like everybody needs to try to like get to. So right now you're understanding different industries and how they work, but you're actually rising to be a point where you own those industries or you're such a key pillar in those industries that nobody will be able to like, Remove it from it so you can define. It's so important. I like I can't I can't even play with that enough. Yeah. Because like it's it's I feel like it will be the defining factor for a lot of things that we're seeing that we want to pass down or hand down yeah. or we want to define in our country. Yeah. Basically. Just to recap on what you guys have said, um you guys have said some brilliant stuff that even myself myself I'm like writing down in my head right now. So I think from what you said basically, in your first things first, seek out different content. Right, don't just don't just stay in your lane. Your lane is beautiful, it's magnificent. You know, you you know how the world works, but try and understand how the idiot thinks as well. You know, that's important. You know, meet different people, right? That's also important. You know, surround your circle with people who not just people can help you, but people who have different, diverse thinking from you. So you just understand stuff basically. Also, stop posting things that are only for others, right? I think we tend to post yeah. um, stuff that is just for everyone to like, to share, to comment. Post things for yourself so that that way you can bounce back ideas, you can be more creative, everyone can collaborate more, not just things that you think people are going to like because then you're just feeding into the entire echo chamber, as we call it again. That is um, filter, f- filter, filter your feeds by recent things, not by popular. So being popular does not mean being right. All right. Let's 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 get that fact. Popularism does not mean it's right. It just means it's popular. It just means it's got a million idiots watching it. Check out check out some articles that you don't believe in. Right. Read some things that you don't believe in. Read some things that are against what you actually believe and see why people are thinking that way. And um, keep your ears and eyes open. Right. Don't just close your eyes to what you already know. Keep your ears and eyes open. And lastly, read the story and not the headline. Please. Right. That's important. All right. Read the story and not the headline. That's important. I think we I think we become too lazy to read. Like. Wait, why are we lazy to read, guys? Like, why are we lazy to read? Like, even even me myself, like, I'm I'm lazy to read like, myself. Like, I'm like some things I read, I'm like, bro, two something, I'm I'm done. Like, but I think when we want to post things particularly, like, let's try and read the stories, go beyond the headline, because let's not be surface learners. Let's be deep ass learners. You know, that's how we can better ourselves and our kids as well. Because let's think about not only about our kids as well. We want to be the best people for our kids. Yeah. So I think so. I think the solutions. I think are things we can um, you know, jump on. Me myself, I'm also struggling, guys. I'm not. I'm not out here trying to claim Jesus Christ or claim. I'm, I mean, I have it all figured out. 
I don't, you know, I'm just, I'm just trying to express things in the way that I feel them. And, and in that way, I, I'm also making myself accountable for what I'm saying so that I can also practice it as well. I just feel like we need, with this whole thing, this whole thing that's happened this week, I've never realized we need more camaraderie amongst like our peers. We need to be discussing yeah. about things, not to be right, mm. but to learn from each other. Yeah. To be mm. honest with you, because you learn from people's experiences. You don't have to experience everything by yourself. Another thing also is always good to know the people that diverse people in your circles. I mean, we're in three different industries. Let's be very clear. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. But there's still some similarities that we are all seeing. Mm. Do you understand? In these three different industries. Yeah. And I feel like it's an enlightening part for most people. Like, I think my biggest lesson, like, in life lately is just be open to learn. As long as you are, like, if you're not, if you're not sure of receiving information that can, when I say shake your foundation, don't. Wait to where you are. Everybody's space is different. Do you understand? But be open to that. It's so important. Because that's where, like, true learning and true growth is accepting people and then see what works from every single person's differences and then moving forward. Because if not, we're just going to be having a lot of eloquent talks and nothing is going to come from it. There you have it. This week's highlights of 20s Convos. If you enjoyed this, please like it or leave a rating or share it with a friend you think might enjoy this. We release new episodes every Monday. Until next time, take care and stay safe.